Thank you very much. Can you hear me okay? Brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, I, it's really nice hearing about all that fun and excitement in the weekly news, and it ties in beautifully with what I've got to say today, um, because it is really fun and exciting being part of a community. So, my name's Chicks, I'm Welsh, and the more nervous I get, the more my accent comes out until I start talking like Rod Gilbert, you know? Um, <clears throat> and I am talking about sheep today as well. Uh, in fact, uh, Jesus saw God in heaven recently, and he said, God, where have you been? Oh, we really needed you. What's going on? God said, oh, I was spending some time in Wales. Jesus said, there's been a global pandemic. What were you doing in Wales? I was working from home, son, working from home. <laughs> um, right, I want to ask you, <laughs> strong start. I want to ask you, who's ever been lost? Has anyone been lost? Come on, you should all be putting your hands up because, yeah, I know. Who's been lost? Okay, it's not a very nice thing to be lost. It's a little bit, oh, what's going on? Okay, um, so my, my daughter was the last one to get lost from our family, Anya, uh, at a beach, a vast beach with lots of people on, and um, she wandered off uh, to the sea, and when she came back, she couldn't quite find us, and it took us a while. It was quite a scary moment. In fact, that's the, the, not the only time Anya's been lost. We lost her in a shopping centre once, uh, you know where there's all those um, uh, clothes around and clothes rails that kids like to hide in, and we were trying to look through the clothes rails, where is she, where is she? We eventually found her holding the hand of a mannequin, <laughs> just holding the hand of one of those statues with the clothes on, she was just holding the hand so still, I must have walked past her three or four times thinking she was a mannequin as well. <clears throat> that wasn't the worst bit, the worst bit was when the hand came off and then... We had to try and put it back on again, and we left this poor mannequin. One hand wonky. Um, I've got a story about being lost. I get lost too. Um, when you're over-reliant on your phone, your sat-nav, and it runs out of battery, where do you go? Oh, no, I was really counting on this. I, um, oh, gosh, 10, 15, however many years ago now, I was doing my teacher training, and I was part of Reading University, and all of my training was up at Reading University. It's quite a drive to Reading, and I was told I had this very important meeting with my mentor and the, the head of the education department and some other trainee teachers and their mentors as well. And I drove all the way up to Reading, and I got there and I parked up and I thought, right, I really need to check what building it's in because sometimes there's different buildings. So I phoned my mentor up and said, which building are you in? And he said, what do you mean? There's only one building. And I said, where are you? He said, oh, we're in Winchester in King's College. <laughs> and they'd specifically moved the meeting to Winchester for me because it wasn't such a journey. So I had to drive all the way back to Winchester. And um, this was before the days of smartphones and cars, and, and I didn't have a sat-nav back then. And so um, I had to phone a friend and put him on speakerphone. and said, Look, I'm really lost. I'm in Winchester. I don't know where this place is. Can you please direct me? And uh, so I'm driving around Winchester. He said, right, take a left here. Go right at the lights. And do you know that feeling you get? I don't know if anyone can relate to this, that you know better then the sat-nav or the person giving you that, and you're a bit proud to ask for directions, and you're a little bit like, I'm not sure if I need those directions. Anyway, my friend Joe said, turn left here, and I looked at the road, and it was a tiny little street with houses, and I thought, that's not, that's not the road to a big school, so I ignored it, and I carried on, and sure enough, I had to do a U-turn a couple of miles later, because it was the right road, dearie me. Um, but how does it feel to be lost? How does it actually feel? It feels... 
well, how, how, do you, how have you felt? Have you felt lost over this last couple of years? Not physically lost, but maybe a loss of purpose, maybe a loss of direction, maybe you've been uh, furloughed, maybe uh, you, you, you sort of didn't know where you could go and who you could see and uh, whereabouts you were and, and, and you kind of lost your train of thought and your kind of thread of, of life and, and where is it going. Um, now children, there's not masses amount of children in the room, can I get a, a little wave from the children if, did you do any Zoom school? this year or last year? Did you do any, any school on screen? You did. Okay. Did you have this thing where you went on to a, a lesson and there was no one else there? No. You did very well. Did anyone have that? Or you went to the wrong lesson? Because I'm a teacher and I had a, a year two computing lesson going in full swing and this poor year six came in and he was all bright, he was ready for my lesson, my computer, and he looked around the screen and he could see all these year two faces and he suddenly looked incredibly embarrassed and had to go out and think, oh my goodness, I'm in the wrong place. <clears throat> so um, it's a scary thing to feel lost. It feels, it feels lonely, it feels disconnected. Um, and I just want to say um, to those of you who are watching uh, at home as well, watching on the live stream, um, if any of this resonates with you, if you want to talk about any of this, there is a number in the top of the screen, and Tom's going to make it look like, so I'm pointing directly at the number, as if by magic. Please do get in touch, um, and please do, you know, text in um, and let us know how you're feeling and if, if any of this relates to you. Okay. We are a people of community. We are designed to feel connected. We're designed that way. Um, some of us like more connection than others. Uh, there's lots of different stickers on today. Um, uh, physically, I've got, my, my heart is open to hugs, but my knee is only wanting to chat, apparently. Um, but, you know, we, we are designed to be people people um, and to have a connection, whether it's with a few, whether it's with many. That's, that's how God created us. And, and many of us here know Jesus. Many of us watching on the live stream know Jesus and know what a wonderful thing it is to know him and to know his love and to feel that connection with him. And I've heard lots of people saying this year, what would I have done throughout this pandemic if I didn't have God, if I didn't have Jesus? And it, imagine what it's like not to know Jesus and not to have that connection and not to know what an amazing, caring God he is and how much he loves us. Now, if, if you're thinking, maybe, that, maybe that's me, maybe I, I don't know the, the fullness of God, maybe I'm not sure, then keep listening because this is for you. Um, so Jesus is really passionate about letting us know how much he doesn't want anyone to be lost, how much he wants everyone to have the chance to know and feel and uh, experience his love and his encounter so much that he told us stories in the Bible. He told us story after story after story again and again and again about things that were lost and how important it was for the person looking for them, how important those treasures were and, and what happens in those stories. Now I'm really excited because Adam Kluwer is going to talk in a couple of weeks more about all of those stories collectively. But I'm going to share one of those stories with you this morning. 
And it goes a bit like this, and it's in Matthew 18, verses 10 to 14, and I'm going to read it off the screen to make sure that our versions are correct. And that's not the one that I was after. Oh, that's interesting. I've written it down wrong. It's the parable of the lost sheep. Anyone got a correction for me? Because either the software's gone wrong or my software's gone wrong. Okay, I will tell you the story. It goes a little bit like this. And if you can find it on there, then great. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go in search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he'll carry it joyfully on his shoulders. And when he arrives home, he'll call all his friends together and neighbors saying, celebrate with me because I have found my lost sheep. And this is the important bit. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. So lots and lots of joy over the person that was lost and then becomes connected to God, connected to Jesus and encompassed in his love. Amazing. Now, I've asked Dan to do a song later on. Is that still happening, Dan? Brilliant. Awesome. Um, and that song is Reckless Love. And hopefully the lyrics, <laughs> probably, uh, if I've got this right, will come up on the screen. And I just want to highlight some of these lyrics to you because they are amazing. Absolutely incredible lyrics. And it, it really ties in with what we're talking about, with this whole sense of God not wanting anyone to be lost. So I'm just going to read the first verse, and then I'm going to skip a few bits, and you'll have to keep up with me up there. Are you ready? It says, before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. You have been so, so good to me. Before I took a breath, you breathed your life in me. You have been so, so kind to me. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending reckless love of God. It chases me down, fights till I'm found, and leaves the 99. That's what it's talking about. It's talking about that verse. That verse of the 99 sheep being safe and Jesus leaving them and saying, I'm going after the one who is lost. I'm going to skip forward a little bit now to the bit that says, and if you can imagine a shepherd, probably in the middle of the night, Searching in the wilderness for this lost sheep, it says this. There's no shadow. Here it comes. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Getting emotional now. Coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. Coming after me. Isn't that amazing? What an amazing promise. Absolutely incredible. There's also a fantastic verse in Psalm 139, verses 7 to 10. And I'm sure you're, you're very familiar with this one as well. It says, I can never escape from your spirit. 
I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. This applies to you. This applies to you wherever you're at. Okay, so if you're thinking this morning, I'm, I'm lost. I'm a bit lost. Okay, it can range from I'm a little bit uncertain to where I am with, with God, with Jesus at the moment, to I'm completely submerged and fearfully alone. Wherever you are, that can apply to you. Jesus is looking for you. This also applies to you <laughs> if you are actively hiding, okay? If you've got your fingers in your ears and you're like, la, 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 I don't want to know. Thank you very much. My life is fine at the moment. I don't want to change anything. Jesus is still looking for you. He wants to have that connection with you. He wants to encompass you with his love. This also applies to you if you are one of the 99, which pretty much will be many of us here and many people watching online as well. Okay, and Jesus says, those 99 who, who haven't strayed, who are righteous, this still applies to us. This story is still really important to us. Why? Because we can see the lost sheep around us, can't we? We can see them. We know where they are. And we can be pointing the way and saying, shepherd, there's a lost sheep over here. How many of us are praying for people who we really want to see brought into the love of God? Okay, it might be grandmas, granddads, uncles, aunties, brothers, sisters, mums, dads, sons, daughters, friends, colleagues. We can be pointing the way. We can be praying and saying, Jesus, there's one over here. There's one over here. We can be going out and, and joining in with those amazing serving groups that was talk, talked about in the, in the weekly news. And we can be doing our part. We can be demonstrating the way to the shepherd for those lost people who, who are disconnected, who might not know the love of God. And if you're listening this morning and you're not sure whether you know the love of God or you think, yep, I really want to feel that, I really want to, to know what that is like, then please do Get in touch. Contact us. Um, use the, the text number, which is exactly at the end of my finger. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so here's my question, and children, you've got to help me with this. Here's my question. How can we really point to the shepherd? How can we show people the love of God, how can we show people that the shepherd is there and he's ready and he's full of love and he wants to uh, rescue us and save us and love us? How can we best show that in our lives? What can we do? Shout it out. Oh, we could lend them a Bible. Excellent suggestion. I know you've actually done that as well, haven't you? Brilliant. What kind of things can we show in our lives? I'll give you a clue. There's nine of them. What kind of things? And I'm a big fan of this. You must know by now. In fact, you know what? Children, are you ready to shout them all out together? 
Do you think you can? All nine? If I started you off, I'm talking about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Excellent. Well done. That's all nine of them. Brilliant. I know I, I always come back to the fruits of spirit because for me, it's, it's, it's the, the easiest way for us to just say, well, God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to live? And, and adults as well, those fruits of the spirit, practice them, exercise them, demonstrate the love of God. And this whole, uh, this whole talk today is about God's love. And we've got a fantastic activity for the children um, to make some photo frames about Uh, which are heart-shaped photo frames, picture frames, to demonstrate God's love. But I want you to really think about that. Think about both pointing the way for the shepherd and praying for those people who you want to see come into the fullness of life and to be connected with Jesus, and also showing uh, the people around you what the love of God is really like, being inclusive, being... Um, kind and all of those demonstrating all of those fruits of the spirit to show them uh, the way to the shepherd so that is the parable of the lost sheep thank you very much